Broadcasting from the heart of commie-controlled America, the no-bullshit bearer of doom and gloom, opium-free broadcast, the most important hour of your day. All right, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world. My name is Josh, that's Vince Taglia via this is the Red Pill Project's Daily Dose, live with you Monday through Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, 8 p.m. on Tuesdays, and today is Tuesday. And uh, the show today is called The Apocalypse, and that's really what we talk about here at the uh, the Red Pill Project, is the coming firestorm, superstorm, polycrisis, jackpot, whatever you want to call it, it's coming, it's coming fast, it's inbound, it's happening, we're seeing things unfolding every day that are bringing more relevance to the theories that we've seen all throughout the, the last few decades. And, uh, you know, I, I called this show the apocalypse today because this is the great unveiling. And there's a few things that I want to throw out there in the sense of warning about this, because yes, we are in the midst of this great unveiling, but we are still dealing with evil who are walking free free. We have the Durham report that came out yesterday and not one person that was mentioned in there who committed treason and sedition. I mean, this is. This is no joke. This is real. This is they really did. They they plotted against a duly elected, well, a presidential candidate, and then a duly elected president, and continued it and pushed it and allowed it to happen. And they all knew about it. And they knew all the information was false and bunk, but they wanted to remove him because they were so afraid of what he would find out. This is treason. Not one of them were held accountable, and that should give you a indication of how powerful these people really are as well. During the John Durham investigations, multiple people that were called up upon never testified. Reason being is because John Durham didn't utilize a subpoena to bring those people in like Mueller did as his special counsel. So there is this mindset that you begin to, to perceive on how this world's operating. The more and the more we figure out what is happening and what these people are doing, and this becomes a reality. This becomes common knowledge. I, I heard CNN yesterday. Donald Trump is exonerated. No Russia collusion. I mean, that's that's huge. Okay, retracting five six years of this narrative. Yeah. As this progresses, what you're going to see is more and more truth comes to the surface is people are going to start getting mad and angry and people are going to start pushing back. But at the same time, these people need a massive, massive distraction. They need to take your attention away from their crimes, from their cultability, from their treason, their sedition for everything they're done. Okay. And so we are getting into that time frame right now. Where SHTF shit hits the fan. And we are in this, this range right now. Now, I don't know if people noticed it, but the CDC today came out today and warned of a increasing of the MPOX epidemic that could be increasing here in the United States. Really? Gosh. Mm-hmm. I saw something about skin. I saw the thing about skin too, and that was pertaining to 
adverse reactions from the COVID vaccine. Mpox. Yep. Right here, CDC warns about potential resurgence of Mpox, formerly known as monkeypox, ahead of su- summer gatherings. Oh, gosh. Don't go to barbecues and talk to people about the truth, people. Yeah. Yeah, don't, don't be, no, no, don't be spreading your saliva or your semen with other people, people, because that's how you're going to get monkeypox. I mean, that's, that's how you get it. Oh, yeah. So they're warning us right now of a potential bioweapon. Now, what's interesting is I, I heard um, someone send me this video of uh, Julius Malema. So he's a controversial South African um, opposition figure. He's a lefty, okay? okay? And he's against the establishment, massively against the establishment. Um, and he's calling that an Arab spring is going to happen in South Africa to where whites are going to be targeted so forth. Mm. I don't know if he's pushing it or what, but he just came out on a TikTok video. And this is what he's saying uh, pertaining to what's going to happen in South Africa. And this is pretty interesting. So listen to this real quick. Listen to this. Next two weeks, we've been warned. There's going to be darkness. We're almost at the point of grid collapse. It's a reality that South Africans must know that we're heading to darkness and ANC politicians are continuing business as usual. As if we are not in a crisis. We are in a deep, deep, deep crisis. Cell phone networks will not work. Water, even if we have it, we won't receive it. Because it needs electricity. Nothing is going to function. We are heading for a disaster. Worse than what COVID was. No one will go to work. The dead will have to be buried the same day because there will not be fridges to keep them. No generator is meant to operate 24 hours. So he goes on and, and talks about Oof. this. But uh-huh. this is a very powerful South African lefty opposition leader. Okay? And he's wow. talking about how you're going to have weeks of darkness and that it's going to be worse than COVID, and that the political parties aren't preparing for it. So he's he. So what I get from this, okay, is he's not talking about something that they're going to do in an Arab Spring. What he's talking about is something that he discovered that they're about to release in Africa. Okay, what did he say? Worse you will not COVID. be. You'll have to bury, burn the dead the day of because you will not be able to put them in freezers. It seems like sort of this polycrisis situation as well because the grid down situation. That's correct. It could be polycrisis. It could be grid related, but it sounds like the release of a bioweapon to me is what he's talking about. And Africa would actually be the one place that I could see them actually doing that. The reason I say that is because Africa is um, been on this, the slide Away, away from Western economies and more towards the BRICS nations and, and yeah. Eastern economies. So they would want to destabilize those areas massively. Um, yes. So 
we could potentially see something coming out of South Africa or Africa in the next coming weeks. And, and good. I imagine it would be taken advantage of globally again. Um, right. What are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, no, that, that's my thoughts too, is with the CDC war- ramping up their warnings with people like this coming out and saying warnings, we know that the SPARS pandemic um, th- that they planned was 2025 or 2023 to 2025. Um, we know it's coming. Yeah, and the timing concerns me, not to be doom and gloom and shit, it's going to hit the fan, everybody prepare and stuff like this, always prepare, but with the... Uh, financial crisis right here right now in the states as well if all of this coincides like talk about poly crisis talk about firestorm or jackpot i mean this could be one of the mechanisms mechanisms of that that they could take advantage of on purpose mm-hmm. in this scenario which is just weeks away possibly right well yeah and look i i hope it's not weeks away i hope that nothing like this actually happens I hope that, uh, you know, I, I'm not planning for any of this stuff to happen, but we have to be vigilant this day and age because there is a lot of crap happening and it's happening very fast. And the more information that you start seeing come out about them, and you can go back to the cue boards for this, the more information that you start seeing coming out about them, you more you're going to see them try to cover up that information. Yeah, false flags. It's kind of like when you have a compulsive liar, if anybody's out there has ever told a lie and then had to cover up your lie, mm-hmm. or you've <laughs> known someone to do that. Uh, the only way to cover up a lie is with another lie, and eventually it just gets worse and worse. Snowball effect. Same thing with crimes and these deep state people. They commit crimes. The only way to cover up those crimes is through false flags and more crimes. It's not going to be... Uh, there's no other real solutions there. Yeah. And, you know, we're, we're headed towards this, uh, this crunch here in the U.S. economy because the government potentially is going to shut down because they're not coming to a resolution on the debt ceiling. Um, Zero Hedge reported today, Treasury cashed down $52 billion in one day, down to $87 billion in just days left. And that's not a good sign because basically they're saying is that the government can last on that $82 billion until the end of the month. They're probably not going to. And didn't they just send like 1.8 billion to Ukraine? Gotta love that. So, gosh, yeah. But listen, there's economically, this world is fucked. I, I, I just I don't know what else to say. That this system just cannot survive. You know, so as as all of this progresses economically, things are going to get much, much worse, especially with Joe Biden behind the rain. And what we need to do is just prepare for ourselves. Like that guy was saying, he was telling his people to go out there and prepare that that, Mm -hmm. you know, you can you can worry about the generators. You can get the generators, but generators can't run out overnight. Right. You can have all the gas you want, but there's going to be rioting and looting and crime. Hopefully, in the United States and the suburban areas, you're not going to see much of that. You're going to see communities helping each other because that's what we've been preparing for. Um, but potentially, someone said this today, does does the 14th Amendment permit the president to bypass the debt ceiling? 
And so the Constitution gives Congress the power to impose taxes to spend the revenue through appropriations and to borrow money on the credit of the United States and pay government debts. To maintain control over its borrowing, Congress has also imposed a law of debt ceilings, which is now set at $31.4 trillion. For a long time, raising the debt ceiling was bipartisan, per-functionary, and non-controversial. But amid deepening partisanship in Washington, Republicans in particular have used the debt ceiling under Democratic presidents to seek budget cuts or other priorities. The nation nearly averted a default under President Obama in 2011 and is facing that same crisis today. When faced with this clash, most everyone has assumed there was only one option. The two sides must agree on a deal that would lift the current debt ceiling to pay this year's bills. Otherwise, the government would default on its debts, potentially triggering chaos in financial markets and pain for millions of Americans. In the recent weeks, one obscure idea has come to the forefront. Some legal scholars point to a clause in the 14th Amendment which says that the validity of the public debt authorized by law shall not be questioned. According to this untested theory, the president therefore could be seen as having the constitutional duty to bypass Congress and clear the way for more debt to be issued. Um, so this is what they're saying is that he can go into the 14th Amendment and take this power. So unfortunately, anything financial, all financial power lays within the hands and the authority of Congress. The president doesn't have that broad range even through the 14th Amendment. But they're going to try for anything because this is an existential crisis to themselves. Yeah, I think at this point, constitutionality is kind of out of the window, right? Or out the door. I don't think that's too much of a yeah. problem for them. They'll just go full-blown tyrannical at that point, which if we're not already there. So, uh, so yeah, economically, guys, look, my best suggestion is just be prepared for everything and anything. It's not about doom and gloom. This isn't about doom and gloom. This is just about being prepared for the worst and hoping for the best, right? Be vigilant. Know and understand exit strategies. Know and understand how to feed yourself, where to get power, these type of things. Um, it could potentially get pretty dark here in the world over the next few years. Absolutely. That's until Tesla's robots come into play. <laughs> so Tesla had their annual shareholder meeting today. Yeah. And they unveiled to their shareholders their bot capabilities. And what you're about to see is absolutely not CGI, not AI. It's real bots that Tesla is developing. These are all real, by the way. scary isn't it yeah it is a little bit unnerving it, it, it is unnerving but 
you know, that's the future, man. That's what we're in yeah. store for. That's what's coming. And, and it's going to take over all the jobs that you could ever imagine. Autonomous driving vehicles are going to take over taxi drivers, Uber drivers, Lyft drivers, um, long road trucking, shipping, trains, boats, fishing, all that stuff that we can think of right there. That whole supply chain movement is going to be taken over by AI and robots like that. The service industry is going to be taken over by robots. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a transformation on what jobs people do. There needs to be engineers and things for quite some time. and There's going to be a disruption in what people consider to be normal jobs. Uh, I don't know how long that process will take, but yeah, there's going to be that happening for sure. And it is happening. Yeah, I agree. And I hit a video on my phone. Oh man. What was it? It was, um, the gentleman was talking about the next few years are going to be absolutely just mind blowing. Uh, I think it was actually Jordan Peterson who was talking about it. Interesting. But he was saying that, what we're about to see in the sense of technology is going to be absolutely mindful. I'm actually uploading the videos to my phone so I can get them off and run my drive. Let me, let me get the videos on here. I think, I think there, I know which ones they are. I think there's going to be a market though, always for nature and the lack of technology or like a spa, for instance, there's, I mean, it's not well, going to be a big part well, of the market. People are always going to want a human touch, right? People are always going to want you know, that sandwich made by a human being and not by an artificial intelligence. Yeah, I mean, but it, I think it's, yeah, it's going to happen. Most people, though, they'll be in their smart cities. They'll be in the system. Yeah. Be, yeah. And, and, but do you blame them? Look at the world that they've grown up in. No, I don't. You know, um, a few years ago, five or ten years ago, if you would ask me, Hey, how would you like to live in this wonderful city? It has all these things. Uh, don't tell me about the crime, but you tell me yeah. everything you need will be within 15-minute walking distance. You'll have the nice little thing here, and uh, you can work nearby, too. How would you like that? And I'd probably say, that sounds pretty cool. Honestly, 15-minute yeah. cities. 15-minute cities. So people are going to get sucked into it. It's not necessarily their fault. I mean, there it is. I found the video. I, I actually, this this is a good one. All right, I can't wait. It's actually, Jordan Jordan Peterson. Cool. All right. Oh, I get it muted. Well, my position basically is we better get our act together before the giants show up, and they're like knocking at the door right now. So, you better build your ark, folks, and get on your adventure because. We're whipping up some things in the lab that will make everything that's come so far look like nothing's happened at all yet. And that's that's not like next year, that's tomorrow. That's now. So we're gonna have a lot of things to contend with. That's scary. Better get your stuff together before the giants show up. And that's not, it's not next week. That's not next year. That's tomorrow. He goes, we're cooking some things up in the lab that are going to contend with everything that you know about. 
And, you know, whether it's artificial intelligence, whether it's cyborgs, automation, whether it's just, <laughs> you know, something in a, unimaginable, I don't know. But, you know, tonight I'm actually, so tonight, guys, I, after this show at uh, 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'm going to be on Amp News on Rumble, uh, Amp News Live. And I'm talking about the UFO enigma. Tomorrow, David and I are doing a show on UFOs and uh, kind of who runs the world on Earth Chronicles. So it's kind of the theme for this week. So tonight I'm going to be talking about the UFO enigma. But the question that's going to come about is, what if what we're seeing or witnessing here is a depopulation agenda perpetuated by some other intelligence and that pushing us towards the progression of artificial intelligence is to speed up our own demise to where we create an artificial intelligence. It is controlled by them. It, it eliminates us, us thinking that we destroyed ourselves and they walk away scot-free with the planet. I don't know. It's a theory. But I think that, yeah, I think that it's a, it's not necessarily a threat right now, but in about five years time frame, people are going to be weaponizing this technology. I'm telling you, people are going to weaponize this technology behind anything we could ever have imagined right now. I mean, imagine that someone develops an AI smart enough to hack into the nuclear codes and launch a nuke. I mean, that literally is a possibility that could happen here in the next, you know, few years. Sure. Not saying someone should do it, but it, the possibilities are really endless. I feel like write down the most absurd thing you can, put everybody throw it in a hat, shake it around and draw one. And that's what's going to happen. Yep. So Venezuela has, um, so going back to the economy, the economic is, I mean, there's multiple parts of the firestorm. There's multiple points of what's happening, multiple points of what we're talking about in the sense of the apocalypse, right? So we yeah. have the AI revolution that is happening. This has the ability, it's a double-edged sword. It has the ability to progress humanity technology massively, but as well as destroy it instantly. And so we have that, but then we also have this economic collapse, which is pending right now. And so Venezuela is about to abandon the U.S. dollar for economic transactions. That's a big hit on the dollar um, because we're buying their oil. We just topped off our, uh, not topped off, but we just added 30 million barrels to the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, and oh, we yeah. just did it through Venezuela. So the question you have to ask, though, is... I just showed you $56 billion erased from the uh, Treasury's money within 24 hours. At the same time, they just bought 30 million barrels of oil for the Strategic Petroleum Reserve. Hmm. I wonder where that money went. Take a guess. But on, that same, on the same day that Venezuela announces that we're no longer going to be using the U.S. dollar for transactions. So why would they be topping off the Strategic Petroleum Reserve? They're getting ready for an emergency is my, my thoughts and theories on that. Hmm. What are your thoughts? Um, I think that's a possibility. I wonder, does that mean, I wonder if that means they won't be accepting us dollars anymore for transactions. So basically it would be for global trade transactions. 
Mm. So anything that involves the trade um, within imports and exports. Mm-hmm. So primarily for their oil. Um, so now, yeah. good. I'm just thinking that puts the U.S. in a weird position if we want to do business with one of these countries, for instance. Well, if they want our imports, guess what they're going to have to transact in? Dollars. And that goes for every country. And that's one of the safe havens that we actually have for the dollar is the fact that many countries still utilize U.S. imports. But I had something sent to me yesterday. I think maybe it was you had sent it to me that China is going to be soon to be canceling all of their U.S. corn imports because they've set up shop in Africa. What I said months ago, right? Been saying this for a long time. It's exactly what they're going to do. Hence why they're going to destabilize Africa. This is part of the plan to destabilize BRICS. That's why the West would destabilize Africa to, to help control the global homogeny, right? So imagine for a moment that the government starts to go bankrupt. What do they do then? Oh, panic. Emergency, panic. Emergency actions. Well, listen to what... This is on Bloomberg, okay? Yeah. Um, and this is one of the top uh, government ladies there in Canada. I don't know her name. I'm going to bring this up for you. Listen to this. A very careful, kind of incisive spending on the government's part to get the economy going. What might that look like? Can you give us any detail? Um, well, it's great to be with you, Amanda. And I want to thank you, first of all. Deputy Prime Minister and Finance Minister of Canada for really zeroing in on the preloaded stimulus idea. None of us have a crystal ball, um, but economists uh, like Ben, like Doug, have been pointing out that some Canadian households, and it tends to be the better off households, do have quite a lot of money that they've saved because there hasn't been that much to do in the pandemic. And certainly it would be great if that money could go towards driving our recovery. Make very careful kind of. I will play that once again for you. How much to do in the pandemic. And certainly it would be great if that money could go towards driving our recovery. So what they just said there is lots of Canadians have money in their savings accounts, which they haven't had to use because things have been, you know, relatively good for these people. And we're hoping... Canadian government, that we can take that money and use it for our recovery. People, they're going to seize your money through your bank accounts. That's what they're going to do in Canada. I could see it, dude. Can you believe that? Oh, my god! you imagine if you woke up one day and your bank account was seized by the federal government for national security reasons? <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a very good I, possibility. Shit like that goes through my mind all the time, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> but the fact that she's just saying it, gosh. That is very a, possible. Yes, that is a very big possibility. And do you want to know how bad it is? I'm going to show you a it? chart here. Okay? Oh, yes. This is cumulative capital flow to equities. Equities are what drive the primary markets within our stock exchange, okay? Yeah. So index ETFs, individuals are this light blue, this blue one right here. Okay. Um, Index ETFs, these are kind of that that go through insurance companies and stuff like that, where they buy in. So this has been going up. 
Hedge funds, pretty neutral. Individuals, pretty neutral, a little below average. Institutions, see how that's negative? Going straight down. Well, that means that institutions have been selling off equities over the last 12 months, people. And why are institutions selling off equities? They're preparing too. They're preparing. They're preparing for what comes next. So what comes next? Well, we could potentially have global economic collapse or just national economic collapse. It could be all um, instigated by the debt crisis that's happening in the United States. I don't know. But when that does happen, what we've talked about before, they want you sick, poor, homeless, jobless, hungry, and on the streets. Because if you're on your streets and your house just got repossessed, you can't take your guns with you. Maybe you can. Maybe you'll be that one dude where, you know, having your your 10-year-old carry four guns, your wife's carrying four guns, your nine-year-old's carrying four guns, and you got the ammo, and, you know, the dog's got, like, little backpacks on with the ammo. I don't know. But <laughs> you remember in 1934, they took all the gold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm skipping over. Yeah, we only got 30 minutes. So uh, skipping over some here. Political corruption. So the Durham report revealed that the Clinton campaign, Obama, Biden, the CIA, and the FBI all colluded to make sure Donald Trump was labeled a shill for the Russians. This is way worse than Watergate, and nobody paid the price. Let's listen to Glenn Beck on this. And I know some of you don't like him, but he's right on this. Listen to this. Biden is so fully corrupt. We have now the, just on the Durham report yesterday, we have the Clinton campaign. We have Barack Obama, former president. We have Joe Biden. We have the CIA and the FBI all colluding to make sure that Donald Trump is labeled a uh, uh, a defector or, um, you know, a shill for the Russians. They knew it. They executed it perfectly according to plan, and no one paid any price. Do you think they're going to stop? Of course not. What did they do the next election? I don't know. The very next election, the FBI which had the laptop of Hunter Biden, knew exactly what was in it, had known that that laptop was probably going to come out before the election. So what did they do? According now to the Twitter files, we know the FBI went to Twitter and all of the uh, social media companies and said, You're gonna, you know, they're going to try to take down the president uh, or the vice president's bid to become president. Through his son. There's lots of Russian interference. Well, you already know that from last time. Well, no, they already knew before they even started the investigation that that wasn't true. So they used that same lie a second time in 2020 to tell them not to do anything with the Hunter Biden laptop. That affects the election. If you talk to people who now know about it, they say they would have never voted for Biden had they known about it. So they influenced another election. 
if you think this is free and fair. So, you know what I think, Vince? No. What? The Executive Order 13686, uh, interference with yeah. elections, I recall. is going to come into full effect when Donald Trump gets back in the office. Ooh. And that is holding everybody accountable, including the media, for interfering and also foreign interferers with media, them. politicians, yeah. everybody. Because because the Mueller or because the Durham report has been published and it names names, he can now go in there and say, "Hey, it, it's time to get cooking. Let's prosecute these people." And while we're at it, Executive Order thirteen six eight six, which was still active under Joe Biden, was active under him, and so since it was active under him. It was administrative policy. Those people shouldn't have acted that way. Uh, he can start taking them down. So I, I think that, that that was 2024 when that all starts. But he's got to get back in, and that's the important part. He has to get back in. Yeah. And here's the thing, Vince, is I think it's hell or high water for these people. Oh, yeah. That they do not want to let Donald Trump back in. And they know right now it's almost an impossibility that they can keep him out. I know. I would love an AI to look at the news, right, over the last uh, six years or however long we could, you know. Have an, yeah. AI, have an AI look at all the facts that we know today and say, what are the chances Trump gets elected versus what are the chances Biden gets elected or an adversary or somebody else? Dude. They're probably looking They've at this. They've already done it. They've already ran the numbers. They're like, uh-oh. <laughs> so Durham didn't subpoena James Comey. He didn't subpoena right. Hillary Clinton. He didn't subpoena anybody. Right. And, and it makes you wonder why no high-level indictments came. And I think that when the Biden administration came in, he was basically yeah. very limited and told, you know, if you want to see your family alive in the next decade – then you better just put out a final report and that's it, Mr. Durham. That's honestly how they operate. It is. It's sick. And so uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene has issued, uh, has, has said, welcome to impeachment weeks. She has issued articles of impeachment against attorney Matt Graves. Um, she also mentioned the suicide of Matt Perenna, uh, who hung himself in his garage. He was 37 so let, let's listen to this real quick. This is, I think, pertaining to something a little bit different. But uh, I think that we're going to see some uh, articles of impeachment coming from Joe Biden, Garland, and all of these gents. But listen to this. You, Mr. Graves, asked the judge for more time to object to the pre-sentence report, by the way, while you weren't prosecuting many of the crimes in D.C. This was so that, that you could ask for at least a few more years in prison for the guy that walked around in the Capitol for 20 minutes, not assaulting anyone. And this is what you've done repeatedly over and over for those who've pled or have been convicted on January 6th. Well, two weeks later, Matthew Perna hung himself in his garage, Mr. Graves. He was 37 years old. On March 9th, 2022, you dropped the case against Matthew Perna because he was dead. The time for weaponizing the Department of Justice needs to come to an end. And because you refuse to prosecute real criminals that are, are violating all the crimes here in Washington, D.C., and you want to talk about D.C. residents, they are victims 
of your abuse of power. And because of that, I am introducing articles of impeachment on you, Mr. Graves, and I yield back the remainder of my time. And that's good. And right I think this is a start. And I don't know if you guys notice this gentleman, but he looks incredibly odd. His eyes are flickering back and forth. He's almost like he's not even human. But this is one of the prosecutors in the J6. And, you know, listen, that's part of the distraction. They need another one. They need more of these distractions. This is why we're, well, did you see the, the New Hampshire or the, the, the New Mexico shooter? Uh, I did see something about it. I didn't read much into it. Um, 18 was, year old kid mm -hmm. just randomly shooting old people. And Disgusting. I guarantee you it's going to come back that he was affiliated with the left. Hmm. What else? I mean, here? This is war. There's so much. This, this is war. That's right. So. Jim, have you seen too how the media, the mainstream media, is downplaying the the Mueller final report? Uh -uh. Well, you know, Mueller just said that the FBI made some mistakes. The FBI came out and apologized, said oh. fixed everything, and everything's all good. It, everything's not all good. Uh, General Mike Flynn put out mm -hmm. some interesting words today. Firstly, oh, yeah. he uh, he gave a shout out to Badlands, which was really cool. But he said, um, where is it? I got to find it now. Where is it? I think I thought we maybe we read it last night. Uh, I think we read something else. There it is. I got it. This is from General Michael Flynn. America is pissed. Trump is pissed. I'm pissed. And all rightly so after the release of the Durham report. How do we get our country back and our duly elected POTUS? The missteps Durham has been, uh, the Durham said have been fixed are still in place. Don't kid yourself. The FBI needs to be completely shut down and it must happen in a new administration that enters the White House. Ideas about reform are fine, but not until a complete shutdown occurs. All parties' political candidates running for POTUS must have the complete restoration of faith in the federal government as their top priority. No more games. And people that committed crimes such as treason and or sedition against the American people must be held accountable. All of them. There will be no statute of limitation and no rocks to hide under. He says, my lawsuit against the DOJ and the EOP and others aside, if the DOJ doesn't go after those who perpetuated these crimes, including the current POTUS, we no longer have a system of justice that is responsive to the needs of the American people. The rule of law that I fought for will be dead. We either have a fair, unbiased, and functioning justice system, or we live under the yoke of tyranny ruled by a small group of oligarch elites who want to dictate how we will live as a nation. Wake up, America. And this is a man that President Trump just said, get ready, you're going to be part of my administration, which was a Q post, by the way. Flynn, Trump admin V2? Mm-hmm. So Flynn comes in as director, you know, uh, director of national uh, intelligence, DNI. He could Something. potentially come in as secretary of defense, secretary yeah. of state. That would be powerful, man. You imagine if he came in, he made him um, DNI, and he just cleaned out the whole intelligence arena. That's what that he would, would do. Good. Oh, I would not want that man coming after me. Nope. 
Not with the power of the U.S. Constitution. Oh, he, he's he's going to wreck some house. And he knows. Here's the thing. We're going to win 2024. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. Right. We are going to win 2024. The problem that comes about is what happens after. How they cheat or how they riot. Or how they distract, stop it from happening. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so did you see um, the CEO of uh, Silicon Valley Bank was uh, questioned today? I saw a little bit, yeah. Guys, I'm going to show you um, what our country has come to in the sense of politics. This is Senator John Fetterman. Oh, sorry. John Fetterman questioning the CEO of Silicon Valley Bank. Listen to this. Is it a staggering responsibility that the the head of a bank could could literally crash our economy? It's astonishing. That's like if you have... I mean, like, uh, and and they also realize is that 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 now they have it's in a guaranteed a guaranteed way to be saved by no again by no matter no by by how you know so it's it's you know isn't it appropriate that the those kinds of this kind of control should be more stricter to prevent this kind of thing from going. So you can hear the bumbling buffoon. And yes, I will criticize Fetterman. And the reason I will is because this man has no, there is no way that this man is capable of being a U.S. Senator. No way. Yeah. And that's why I can, I can sit here and do this. Like Dianne Feinstein, like Mitch McConnell. These people are decrepit. They don't have the mental functionability to even communicate. How are these the people that are representing the American people within the halls in Congress as well as throughout the world? This is horrible, people. This man needs to be removed from service immediately. So uh, did you see Dan Scavino's post today? Oh, no. Please share. So Dan Scavino. Dan Scavino posted this post today. Dan Scavino Jr. right there. And you ready for it? Russia! Russia! <laughs> so, Russia! I don't get it. It's a beaver yelling Russia? Yeah, from beaver yelling Russia. Yeah. I don't understand the context. Is this like the Russia, Russia, Russia? I think it's kind of a play on if a tree falls in the wood and nobody hears it. Okay, gosh. Huh. <laughs> Russia. Huh. All well, right. I'm glad people still have a good attitude. <laughs> well, you know what? Listen, our world's mm. going to hell in a handbag, right? Mm. Mm. And. Yes there are certain powers that be that are at play and we just need to be very, very careful in the choices and decisions that we make as human beings. Um, did you see what happened in the early mornings in Kiev? Yeah. Another, another bombing. Is that what you're talking about? Apparently, uh, Russia took out a Patriot missile system and, uh, Josh will be right back. So I saw that. I don't know if that's what Josh is referring to, and he'll let us know. 
Um, but I saw that there was another Russian attack. Possibly a, some missile defense system was taken out that Ukraine had gotten from the U.S. Holy uh, shit. Don't inhale. Don't inhale Zevia. Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Sorry. Thank you, Vince, for covering me there. You're welcome. Is that what you're talking about? So, yeah, what happened is is we saw Ukraine's missile defense system go off. These are the uh, U.S. supplied Patriot missiles. It went off or it got bombed? Well, no. So what happened is is you start seeing Russia start sending some low-flying missiles in, and the U.S. Patriot missile system starts... And what Russia does is they'll send um, missiles in with no warheads. Yeah. Okay? So the way Russia does this is they send missiles in with absolutely no warheads to triangulate the position of the missile defense shields. Once they have it, they sent their supersonic missiles in and blew those things to fuck up. And uh, the Kinzals. So yesterday, they destroyed two munitions depots that housed the majority of the tanks that were given to them, including the depleted uranium uh, rounds. And then today, they annihilated the, a, a whole bunch of the air defense systems that were protecting Kiev. Uh, basically, it, it, it's done. The, it, this is over. This is just Russia playing with Ukraine at this point. You had Wagner, CEO, who, by the way, who said last week that they're going to be out of uh, Ukraine, pulling out of Bakhmut by the 12th. They never did. Like I said, mm. PSYOP again. But, oh, yeah. Will you elaborate on what you said yesterday about PSYOP? Because that kind of blew my mind. How uh, Russia operates. Russia, Russia, is, Russia operates through psychological warfare operations. Everything that you hear about Russia coming out of Russia, that's going on these telegram channels about Russia, the majority of this is targeted directly to the American people. Okay? So this is a psychological warfare operation. Number one is, think about Yuri Bezmenov. They want to win the hearts and the minds of the American people. Okay? They want to wake up. They want to wake up the American people. So what they're going to do is they're going to feed you... Um, yeah. It used to be they feed you a little bit of truth with a whole bunch of lies. Now what they're doing is they're feeding you a whole bunch of truth with a little bit of lies because they don't want the lies to discredit the truth. And so this is why we have the bio labs. This is why we have the information on the crimes that were occurring in Ukraine and the genocide and, and the new world order. This is why Putin goes out there and makes those statements about the global elite because this is a psyop. So you had Wagner CEO two weeks ago come yeah. out and start yelling and screaming at Putin like you're a you're a horrible man and how dare you you've killed hundreds of thousands of russian soldiers because you won't give us the ammunition dude i went and looked at the reports the russian military has been providing them tons of ammunition and everything that they've ever asked for so you ask yourself why would they put that video out there well it actually happened the day before the um, the drone bombing on the kremlin which was quite yeah. interesting as well Right. So what you have to understand is in Bakhmut in Ukraine, Ukraine was on their like 15th round of draft in their service. So you have people basically being forced at gunpoint to go into military service. They have like 12 year olds and 15 year olds serving now. Okay. People don't want to fight this war in Ukraine anymore because so many people have died. So what you do is they were trying to get that last branch of their strength, their strong military, the uh, the stronger brigades. They wanted them to come into Bakhmut 
and wage the final spring assault. So the Wagner C, uh, CEO comes out and says, we're leaving. We're out of there. We're going to hand it over to Russia's military. Oh. And we're going to be leaving on the 12th. And what they were doing was setting Ukraine up because they were hoping that Ukraine would say, oh, well, if, there, if, if Wagner's leaving and there's a transition of force during that time frame, that is a perfect time to take back ground and back moot. And so they should have done their spring assault during that time. And so they were setting them up, which it was complete setup. That's all it was. So they wanted to basically instigate Ukraine to move in there. Ukraine didn't take the bait because the United States saw things differently. But um, he also, the, the Wagner CEO came out today and said, U.S. soldiers are dying in Ukraine. Yeah, I saw that. Yep. And so it, it is a psyop with Russia's doing with the moon landing and all that stuff. They're appealing to conspiracy theorists. Uh, but it's also, um, it, it's a psyop to tell you the truth. But it's not because they want you to know the truth. It's because the truth helps their agenda, if, you, if that makes sense, right? Yeah. Russia doesn't want global governance. Russia doesn't want the United States or the Western nations or China, for that matter, to rule the fucking world. They just want to be an independent, sovereign nation, keep on doing what they're doing, okay? That's what they want. And this world is moving to a position what, which will not allow that to happen. So they're going to do everything in their power to preserve that. And that means telling the truth in a, is, is becomes a psychological warfare operation. That's at least what I think is happening. Uh, Microsoft says new artificial intelligence so shows signs of human reasoning. Wow. Here we have a book, nine eggs, a laptop, a bottle, and a nail. They asked, please tell me how to stack them onto each other in a stable manner. The researchers were startled by the ingenuity of the AI system's answer. Put the eggs on the book. It, uh, it said, arrange the eggs in three rows with space between them. Make sure to not crack them. Place the laptop on top of the eggs with the screen facing down and the keyboard facing up. It wrote, the laptop will fit snugly within the boundaries of the book and the eggs, and its flat and rigid surface will provide a stable platform for the next layer. Um, wow, pretty cool. AI-powered bots are taking over the internet and mimicking human behavior. Automated bots make up almost half of all the traffic on the internet last year, according to a new study, with many of them mimicking human behavior to spread spam, scams, and viruses, or just disinformation, propaganda, and psychological warfare. Wow. They're here. Back on Putin, uh, I heard that Zelensky and is going to get into talks with South Africa. So peace. Zelensky has accepted uh, Africa's proposal to uh, for the Chinese negotiations. So Africa is working with China to negotiate peace between Ukraine and Russia. And Zelensky has agreed to it, which is another smack in the face to the Americans, to the Western nations. When I say Americans, I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about the deep state. It's another smack in the face to the deep state. Because what this does is basically shows that Zelensky cannot sustain this anymore, no matter what happens. So this is why we're coming to this critical point in this war, because one of two things are going to happen. Zelensky is going to basically go to the peace talks and agree and just pull back and life goes back to normal. Or yeah. NATO instigates a war with Russia and this escalates. And I think it's going to be NATO escalating a war with Russia and this escalates. Because that would be the perfect distraction they need for 2024. Yeah, and it could help save the dollar. Yep. Oh it, it saves everything. 
Uh, let me see. Uh, there was some questionability about what was happening in uh, Nigeria. Apparently, U.S. there is a report that U.S. embassy staffers had been shot and killed. That was immediately pulled back, and it was just a U.S. convoy that came under attack where the people were killed, but no Americans were killed. Um, I think it sounds like they're covering something up there. Yeah, it kind of unfolded oddly, but uh, I'm not sure on everything going on there. I wonder if anybody... Yeah, we'll, have to, we'll have to keep an eye on that. Um, a, a new document released by the Pentagon. Um, where is this? It, the existence of this internal Pentagon paper is crucial, as it proves that the government officials were well aware in the early months of the pandemic that there was no evidence in support of the natural origin of COVID-19 virus. Additionally, given the crushing discrediting of the whole narrative that pursued afterwards. Unbelievable, man. I mean, yeah, and they're going to do this again. Yeah, it was all part of the big lie, I feel. It's all part of the same. It was. Yeah. And how about this? I'm going to play a little bit of this video. This is from 1998. Okay? Mm -hmm. Remember, this video is from 1998. This is ex-CIA agent Joseph Spencer. strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate, where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate the reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 million by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created, and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One, toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet. I personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects to children is damage to their neurological development, among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. The AIDS virus, which was a designer byproduct of the American Disease Institute, was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. All right. Free, killing us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails. 
released into the skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. The effects of these toxins are severe and over time lethal, causing respiratory ailments, cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. This isn't reversed soon. The human race will face early extinction. We're not being depopulated. We're being eradicated. That's my thoughts. Gosh. Yeah, man. And that was 1998 when Joseph Spencer filmed that. And notice how 2030 is when they want to have the depopulation, which means that in the next seven years, you have to have massive crises on this planet that kills off 95% of the population. Hopefully they fail miserably. I, I, hope, uh, I hope that they do fail miserably. I hope that they absolutely do fail, fail miserably, and I'm doing everything in my power to make sure that that actually happens. Um, I wanted to give a shout out. Thank you so much, Enlightened Science, for the one ice cream. Shannon thirteen thirteen three lemons. P Kitty seventy nine ten lemons. Thank you so much, guys, for all those. El uh, Elf's Spark donated one hundred seventeen gold pills. Thank you so much, Elf Spark. Just because love the beach donated two ice cream and Grandma Five Revolt donated three lemons. Thank you guys all for all those donations. Much appreciated. Uh, tonight's a short night, but I'm going to amp after hours. I will be there in about thirty minutes from now. You can find that on, um, you go to Rumble, go to Rumble and go to American Media Periscope, or actually just type in AMP News, AMP News, and uh, Vince will put this link out there for everybody. I'll also post it on my social media, so if you guys want to check it, there it is, and uh, the, uh, actually, I'm, I'm posting it now. So here's the link to that on AMP News. We're going to be talking about the UFO Enigma. And uh, I'm probably going to talk a little bit about um, from 19, I would say 1930s to current day. I only have an hour. Jim Price will be with me. We're going to be kind of discussing it. But uh, the, I, I might also hint about what we're going to talk about tomorrow in the sense about why or who they are. And it's, yeah. it might not be what you think it is because I, I don't think that they're alien. But anyways, mm -hmm. conversation for another day, guys. I know we didn't get through nearly enough news tonight. We only have an hour. I apologize, but much love, respect. God bless you guys. You guys take care. Don't forget, uh, May 27th, I will be in Seversville, Tennessee at an event. I posted it on my Telegram and social red pill and, and Twitter. You can find the event information there. Uh, Taverns for, uh, was it tavernsfortruth.com, I think is the website. Let me make sure. Taverns for Truth. Dot com. I think that's it. Nope, that's not it. Um, Oops. Yeah, hold on. Let me let me get the website real quick. I will be speaking at an event. I'll only be there one day, um, but hopefully some of you guys can come out there and visit us. Tavernsandtruth.com. Tavernsandtruth.com. The tickets are like 35 bucks. It'll be me, Wano Savin, Jim Price, and some musical guests. So it'll be pretty cool. cool. Um, but tavernsandtruth.com, all the money goes to, I believe, local charities that are supporting uh, tornado victims and such. So check that out. Uh, I will be there. It's a one day only. Um, then in July 2nd, 
Sunday, July 2nd, there's a 4th of July celebration in Rochester, New York. It's actually in Canisius Lake uh, at the Beachcomber. So if you're in the Rochester, New York area, please go to our Facebook page, Red Pill Project Online. So you go to facebook.com slash online. I know that's a long word. Uh, but if you actually go to redpills.tv slash FB, that'll take you right there. Um, and you can find it under the event section there and RSVP there. But uh, don't forget, go on to redpills.tv, subscribe over there, socialredpill.com, subscribe over there. You can support us with a subscription. It's much appreciated. But much to love. God bless you guys. You guys all take care. I'll see some of you guys here in about 30 minutes. And everybody else, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Either we will get the full cooperation of other governments to stop this menace, or we will expose every bribe, every kickback, every payoff, and every bit of corruption that is allowing the cartels to preserve their brutal reign. And it is indeed brutal. And uh, they call me Eye Patch McCain. <laughs> I, say it's, I think it's, I, I haven't, look. Frankly, uh, if you look at the media, where the media is a closed media, we don't have an open free media anymore. They don't want to hear anything. They don't write about it. It's a, it's collusive. It's uh, nobody's ever seen anything like it. It all happened during this period of time. It happened just before the election. They wouldn't talk about certain subjects that you know better than anybody, Michael. And uh, you know that's the beginning of communism.